Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Yesterday on Christmas Day, Colin, you you said that you always look for a fresh present from Jesus on Christmas Day. And you were also talking about his grace, that grace is all about God giving to those who deserve nothing. And the kind of present, it's not just a, you know, a gift in your, in your uh, Christmas stocking, but a fresh revelation of the wonder of the life that God has given us in Jesus, of that saving grace, of the love, the life, the power, the joy, the salvation, the peace, the healing, the provision, the mercy of the Lord. All these are part of that gift of the fullness of life that Jesus came to give. So where can we go from there on this Boxing Day? Well, John chapter 1. There we have this wonderful revelation of Jesus as the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Reminding us, as we saw yesterday, that Jesus existed before he was conceived in Mary's womb. He was the Word through which all creation came into being. When God spoke from his mouth, Jesus went forth, the Word went forth, and creation happened. But this Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And John, of course, who wrote this gospel, was one of those privileged disciples who knew the Lord in the days of his humanity. And he's revealing these wonderful theological truths that Jesus is the word that brought creation into being. He is the light that came into the world, the true light that gives light to every man. And yet, right in the middle of all this, John slips in a little word of testimony. And he says, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, I believe this is a very important scripture. Why? Because, you see, the Jewish people were expecting their Messiah to come in glory, in majesty, in triumph and victory over all their enemies. They expected him to restore the nation politically as well as spiritually. But it was quite apparent that the first coming of the Messiah was not like that. The second coming, of course, will be. And yet, 
John, who knew Jesus, was really the closest to Jesus and the one who understood Jesus better than anybody else during the days of his humanity. He could say, we have seen his glory. Now, in what way? Well, every time Jesus healed the sick, we saw the glory of God. Every time he performed a miracle, we saw the glory of God. Every time he set a captive free, we saw the glory of God. Every time he forgave someone, we saw the glory of God. And of course, there was that wonderful occasion when Jesus took John together with Peter and James up the Mount of Transfiguration, and there they saw his human body transfigured into a glorious body. So they even saw the glory of God in a really transcendent way. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only. And Jesus, before he went to the cross, before he was arrested, he prayed. He prayed first for his disciples, then he prayed for all those who would become believers. He prayed, therefore, for us. And he said, interestingly, in the middle of that prayer, I have given them the glory that you gave me. Now that means, if you are born again and have received the Spirit of God, that is a word about you. That Jesus is actually saying of you, I have given you my glory the glory that the Father gave me. Now, what literally on earth can that mean? Well, what I believe it meant for Jesus. He said, by this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Do you realize the glory of God can be revealed in you when you are humble and serve and love and people see something that is not you but Christ in you? Do you understand that the glory of God can be seen when he uses you to heal the sick, even to raise the dead? The glory of God can be seen in a miracle that he does in answer to your prayer. Isn't it glorious that despite the weakness of your humanity and all your personal failings, that Christ lives in you and something of his glory, of who he is, can radiate through your life? Isn't that wonderful? that yes, the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And we saw yesterday that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is that he became poor so that through his poverty we might became, become rich. He wants us to be full of grace. Because when we are gracious as he is gracious, then something 
maybe just as in a mirror darkly, but yet something of his glory is revealed in us and through us. And whenever that happens, the Father is glorified. Even on this Boxing Day, when perhaps you're involved with family members and seeking to have a good, relaxed, refreshing time, even so, something of the glory of God can be revealed in your life today and tomorrow and the next day and next week and next month and throughout the coming year. Isn't that a good ambition, a good aim to have? That the one who became man now lives in you. You see, it always seems to me that we Christians who have Christ living in us now, we are the incarnation of God to our generation. God doesn't live just in a single human being as he did in the Lord Jesus Christ, but he lives in all who have been born again and have received the Spirit of God, all who have turned to him in repentance and faith and know the Lord Jesus personally. His Spirit lives in us to make us the incarnation of God to our generation. What does that mean? Well, it means we have the responsibility to reveal God and the glory of God to our generation. Jesus revealed that glory in his first coming as a humble servant. And that is how we also will reveal that glory. Yes, there may be the miracles and the healings and the wonderful events taking place. But it is in our daily lives, in the kind of people that we are and what others perceive us to be, that the glory of God can really be revealed. So I thank God for Christmas when Jesus became man, when God became man in Jesus. But I thank God for the new birth that we have received in the Spirit, when we became part of the incarnation of God, of God in human flesh today in our generation. And like you, I want to prove faithful to him so that the reason he had for coming to live in me is fully realized and fulfilled. I'm sure that's what you want for your life, isn't it? You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 